You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. What's going on, everybody? This is Positive Anger. You know, we're doing it again. We keep doing it. It just keeps happening. With myself... Nathan McIntosh, and as always, but sometimes not, man sitting to my left, John Tired, aka John Dirty, John John the Don, John John the Teflon John, John John and the E Street Band, Lady John Gaga John, whoa ladies, it's John, Dr. Daddy, and whoa, John Fatigate, how are you? Hey buddy, um, that last how you one, doing? I'm alright, that last one wasn't even a nickname, it was just me whoa-ing. Yeah, I like that. Um, I'm I'll doing. Take all, it. I'm doing all right, man. Um, we got uh, we got uh, messages from those people. Um, oh, good. Sydney and Alex. Yeah. Um, she emailed me again, thanked me very much. She said I should have Liz on here at some point in time. Ah. She said I talk very nice about Liz. I should have her on. I don't know what. Um, maybe Liz will come. I don't know what I'd have her on for. Maybe me and her will have a big. Uh, you know what? If me and Liz are ever gonna break up. I'll bring her in. We'll break up over the podcast. What if we just do a double date on the show? That's hilarious. <laughs> and we have like a. We'll take it. We'll we'll bring the. We'll turn this into a restaurant. You mean? Yeah, yeah. We could eat. We bring the bring the ladies in. Oh, that's great. Just talk and just shop. See, yeah, just see what happens. Just oh, that'd be hilarious. Yeah. Waiters and stuff. We hear them. <laughs> that'd be great. Um. Uh. Yeah, man. People. Uh. They were. They were. They were excited that uh, about the shout out. Uh, other people. You know, messaging. Just keep doing it. Nice. People like Dr. Daddy. Yeah. Who and doesn't? here, and here we are. Uh, how are you doing, man? I'm great. Happy. Happy? That's it? Yeah, I'm happy. You're a beautiful man. <laughs> Thank and you. here we are, everyone, talking again as we do. Um, What's new? What's going on with you, bud? I, uh, what is new? I saw uh, Sin City. Went to see that. Oh, yeah. How was it? It's okay. I love the first one. You know, this is this I was saying earlier. I, I do you like the first one though? I like it. You don't love it? No. Okay. I thought it's done very well. Yeah. It's a very cool looking movie. But I I remember in the theater at the time, even watching the first one, I was like, this is done well, but I just don't care. Well, the Mickey Rourke thing was my favorite part. Yeah, Mickey Rourke was yeah. Goldie. Just make thing. it. Just make call the movie Rourke. Right. Sin Rourke. I I love I love I love the Goldie or thing. Mickey Mickey City. So what happened? Like these people are like back from the. I mean, because the Mickey Rourke thing guy, guy gets killed. Okay, well then it must be it must be a, a, a prequel. Okay, because he's full in it. All right. Oh, he's there. Or maybe just comes back from the dead. No, maybe they would they, they would have showed that scene. That's okay. a weird one to just leave out. You yeah. know what I mean? Gandhi too, and they just he's back, and they're like, <laughs> you don't even show the scene of him walking out of the. You know what I mean? The Earth. <laughs> how how did he get here? Whatever. He's just back. Yeah. That'd be a weird movie, Gandhi Two. That could be cool. Um, Gandhi Two. That'll be the thing we talk about during the uh, the double date or Titanic Two. I've always thought about that. <laughs> Leo doesn't really die. He just falls into the ocean and becomes like a merman and then starts attacking boats that fly by. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? As like a looking for Kate. Yeah. 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 Where's Kate? And like, we don't know who you are. And he's like this big greasy merman. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's okay if you if you like the first one, you will like this one. If you were sort of like me and you just sort of watched the first one because friends of yours were like, "Yo, that looks cool," then you might not care about this one. This one, okay. Last couple of times I've been going to the theater, I haven't gotten popcorn because mm. I'm trying to be a decent human being. Yeah, it's supposed to be terrible for you. I'm really... It's one of the worst things in the universe, yeah, but it's so good. Yeah, it's it's like literally my one of my favorite. It's probably my favorite snack food in the universe. I don't get how it's so bad for you. It's just like popped it, corn kernels. Like yeah, how see, much that's... shit do they put on it? No, but that but that's yes, exactly. You it know looks what I mean? Like they only put a little bit of butter. They just drizzle it on usually. I don't you see well, that... you know, now you do it yourself. That's the thing. The mm-hmm. popcorn is amazing until humans touch it. Yeah. Because then you're going to put salt on it, nacho cheese flavoring. You like that nacho cheese flavoring? Uh, more of a traditionalist. Which is what? Butter. Just butter? Yeah. Butter and salt? Yeah. Well, there you go. And you're and that's in your control. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I decided not to get it. This movie definitely needed pop. Had I had popcorn, this movie would have been great. <laughs> but you're sitting there with nothing. Everything's great with popcorn. Exactly. Um, but you're sitting there with nothing, just watching a thing, and you're like, wow, wow fuck. I want to eat the seat in front of me. I, I, I can't go to a movie again without having a snack. It's dumb. It's stupid. Yeah. It's like you're, 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 you know what I mean? What's well, part of the culture of it? It's the, the tradition. 
Yeah, you're just sitting there with nothing. It, yeah. it almost feels like a weird class. Like you're forced into this room <laughs> to watch this movie. And you're like, what well, can I get a can I have a bite of a Snickers bar? And they're like, Let's do like an M&M's or something. But that's bad too. Yeah. I'm being an idiot. I got drunk last night and ate M&M's. Big bag? No. Normal size. <laughs> um, drunk just to, for the sake of getting drunk? I was hammered. On? I was walking off the train. There was a stand. I grabbed the M&M's. I said, a dollar? The guy's like, no, a dollar twenty-five. I go, a dollar? And he goes, fine. And he looked yeah. so upset with me, and I walked away. Yeah, because you live here. I didn't give a shit. You ever walk through Times Square sometimes, and somebody will go, hey, we got this thing for five bucks. You want to go, look, dude, I'm not from Idaho, okay? <laughs> I'm not here for one day with my family. They don't care, though. I know, but you just want to go, can you give us the... I, I was in Walgreens in Times Square the other day. The most criminal organization. Everything in Times Square, man, you might as well just walk in there with your bank account wide open. Mm -hmm. there, everything there is full... I was thinking about what it would be if you lived one full year only buying your groceries from Times Square. Oh, my God. How much money you would completely waste Or what if you blow? just could never leave Times Square for a year? I wonder what would happen to a person. Oh You'd probably just, like... Eating at Applebee's? Insane. Yeah. How many times can you go into bubblegum shrimp Ugh. and buy a fucking $30 T-shirt? Why is that even a thing? <laughs> like, I understand Forrest Gump, but what the fuck is with the, the fucking shrimp place? I don't know. Do you know what I mean? I've never eaten there. I don't know. They have know. a store down there where you sell... Th those metal things for fucking legs. For legs? And Forrest Gump. Remember he busted out of those no, things? No, you could buy those. No, I'm saying <laughs> that's the same... I, you know what I mean? It's <laughs> like if you had a Jurassic Park-themed restaurant where you can go in and look at Am the Amazon rainforest... Like trees from the Amazon rainforest. You're like, is this what you took from fucking... Jurassic Park? Yeah, I would like that shaving cream that you can hide shit in, though. Yeah. Rewatch that. That guy died. I know. John Hammond. Yeah. Not good. I'm sad. Uh, yeah, a friend of mine now, he just texts me when people die. This is why. <laughs> Robin Williams died. He was like, yo, man, did you hear about Robin Williams? And then the other day, he was like, yo, uh, Richard Attenborough died. And I was like, thanks, man. These are your, you know what I mean? Good luck, dude. <laughs> good to hear from you. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Hope you're doing well. <laughs> Every time you get a text from the guy, you're like, fuck. Mm-hmm. Like when your mom calls and only has bad things to say, like, or when that, you know, when she's like, you remember that guy you went to high school with? And then he was, you know, mauled by fucking Bengal tigers or whatever Wolves, happened. Yeah. It's never anything good. Um, what else going on this week? I don't know. Kicking life in the dick. Nice. Baby dog. I got to take her cone off. All right. She's living life. Good. Walking around. Letting you sleep. Yeah. Is it weird to say that I'd like this dog to have some sex? Is that weird? No. I, I love this dog so much that I would like her... To 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 know the feeling of having the intercourse. All right. So what can you do about that? Can you like put a Craigslist ad out or something? And just meet up There's with gotta other... be some other psycho in this in this city that's got the same obsession with a male dog. Uh, yeah. Anybody out there, if you've got a uh, dog uh, whose penis you'd like to be inside of a dog, we'll meet. We'll talk. We'll figure it out. But I mean, yeah, is that weird? You know what I mean? To take her around and you see her like she's like, you know, I don't want her to go her whole life without ever having, you know what I mean? Die a virgin? Like, maybe they have like swinger clubs for dogs, like just a bunch of dogs just hanging out. Isn't that just like a dog? Gonna just take her to a dog park maybe and mm -hmm. let her go? But someone will probably try to stop it if it starts happening. These criminals. Just like they do in real life. Like if you yeah. and your girlfriend start having sex on a train, some fucking animal <laughs> would come over and be like, you can't do that. And you're like, can you just, love is happening, you know? <laughs> What's wrong with you, bud? Keep reading the New York Times. I know, I know. Um, I don't know, man. It's been a good week, though. You know what I mean? Living some sort of life, walking the earth. Good, good. Um, what else have you been doing? The old business? I mean, you're in here a ton. I'm in here all the time. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Going to a wedding this weekend. I have to officiate the wedding. What are you doing? I have to marry my two friends. Oh, uh, you got the license? I didn't get the license. I'm doing it more for like the actual, just the ceremony. They're, they're signing paperwork in the city. Oh, okay, okay, okay. They're doing the, the um, what do you call that, man? The Justice of the Peace thing? You go in there and... I mean, yeah, you just go to City Hall, fill out the yes. paperwork or whatever, but I'm going to actually officiate the wedding. It's a lot to ask someone to do, I feel, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> I mean, I just want to go get drunk and hang, have a good time. Not, gotta, like, not today. I've got to write. I'm going to be up all, all night tonight writing, probably. I ha I almost did that for my my uh, friend's wedding. He got married, uh, yeah, a few months ago. Uh -huh. And it was like on the table, sort of. And I was like, look, if you want me to, I will. But I was going to go through the whole thing of like becoming a human being yeah. that could now marry people. Yeah. Um, That would have been weird. Yeah, man. I, I mean, it's a hard thing because you don't want to turn it down because no. it's your friend. You don't want to say no, but it's like you're asking a lot of somebody, you know? I mean, it's an honor, but 
Yeah, man. When people get married, they really feel that um, every single person was just waiting to be asked to do stuff. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, everybody else was just sitting at home like, fuck, I really wish somebody I knew was getting married so yeah. that I could go buy ice. Yeah, or, so I could spend $1,500. Yeah, I'm just, I just have this money in my pocket burning a hole, mm-hmm. and I would love to throw it at cutting boards. Yeah. To, to just get it out of here. Or I would love to go drive to Wisconsin to pick up a bunch of cheap chairs and drive them back. You know what I mean? For the fucking, for this big wedding. That'd be great. I know, man. It, it's a lot, dude. Um, It is a lot. These are people you've known for a long time? Yeah. And we're getting to the age where everyone's getting married now. I'm 31 years old. People are getting married a lot. Yeah. I mean, I just can't afford it anymore. I, I can't. <laughs> I mean, I got a business that makes no money. <laughs> um... Yeah, man, everybody is getting married. Can we stop that? Can we just, uh, I know we did a podcast about it before. Can we just, can we just stop getting married? Just, just live. Why can't people, I just don't know why people can't walk the earth in each other's fucking gaze. that's your perspective. Do you know what I mean? I'm looking to get married eventually. But how come, you just said you didn't, you just. Because now I want mine. Now I want, now I want (laughs) my fucking. Now you want to get the revenge? Yes. You want to call everybody back? I want my fucking money. Yeah. I want my (laughs) presence. (laughs) I want to be a pain in the ass to everyone in my life. What would you even ask for? Like, what would you want on your registry? Oh, God, I don't know. I don't really, I don't know. I don't know. There's nothing. Well, there you go. I just want money. Money. That's on the registry. To pay for the wedding. It's more about the revenge. I just want the revenge. You're getting married out of spite. Yes. So that your friends have to get up on a certain day and spend a ton of money on you. Exactly. That, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, well, okay. Well, I think that's what it should be then. Revenge weddings. <laughs> if you know one human being in your life that got married and they made you do something, you do it right back to them. Exactly. Go to fucking Kuwait. Make it very hard to get to. <laughs> the most crazy destination. North Korea. That's where I'm having my wedding. Have a good time getting here. <laughs> Literally got to pass 75 checkpoints. <laughs> Write a big letter about why you want to go to North Korea. Leave your phone in South Korea. Hike, jump a fence. I don't know how you get in there. Yeah. Um, I'll have Dennis Rodman marry me then. <laughs> that'd be funny. I don't think he's going to go back. Um, but if he does, yes, get him to marry you. Have you, um, did you get challenged to do this, uh, the ice bucket challenge? Yeah, twice. <laughs> That's another reason I'm getting married. So I can challenge people to the ice bucket challenge. I'm not doing it. You didn't do it? No. Why are you a fucking criminal? I'm just, I just don't want to do it. What does that mean? Like I get, what do you mean? I don't like. I, don't, I just don't want to like go water? on Facebook and make a video and then have everybody watch it of me pouring ice on. I know you did. I saw yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I, cha- I was, I was challenged. This is my issue with the ice bucket challenge, by the way. I don't okay. know. I don't remember how you did it. Yep. But a lot of people are taking the water bucket. They're making their whole fucking spiel. Yeah. Then they're dumping the ice in. Then they're dumping it on their head. Yeah. You should dump the ice into the water, then make your fucking speech, and then dump it over your head. I get what you're saying. So it's colder. Yeah. That's your big problem with That's the challenge. That's my biggest problem. That is everybody pretty... is taking the easy way out. Let me tell you something. That's a very small problem to have, and I do appreciate that. I I had the water out there. It was only 15 seconds or whatever it was. I put the, the ice pretty much as soon as I got into my backyard was melting. So I threw it in the fucking bucket and then did it. Um, and it was more than it was just a lot of water. I mean, it was cold, but not that cold. Yeah, because you need to let it sit. But I get what you're saying. Yeah, you want like a, a tub full of ice water for a day. That's fucking cold. That's cold. If it's even for like five minutes, that's cold. Um, but you're not gonna do it. No. Twice. I'm not gonna do it. This guy. He's, I live in the city. I don't even know where I could do it. He's no Bob Hope. I live in the city. Where did I do it? I, what are we doing? My sidewalk. We're doing it here today. You're staring at me. We're gonna do it outside of this club today. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. Um, well, okay, quickly, I guess I will get into, first of all, what today we're going to talk about. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> and it was good. Well, you never do. I'm not, I'm not telling anybody. Because you know what? I've decided. I don't even know what we're going to. No, that's not true. Um, today we're bringing in uh, Sir Joseph Vesey, man who has a, a podcast called The Callback Podcast, where he interviews like big names, man. He's talked to Chris Rock, Aziz Ansari, a bunch of people like that. Um, bringing him in to talk about a couple things. One, creative process and anxiety. Do you know what I mean? You don't live with any kind of anxiety, do you? I actually do. Uh, <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I'm actually do. I just like how serious that I, I actually do. I've never spoken about it in public. So this is why. This is why I've never. I didn't do the Way ice bucket challenge. Corner me, yeah. <laughs> um, because I'm so anxious about it. Um, yeah, we're gonna talk about anxiety, man. I I, I live with it. That man does. Um. So we're going to do what we always do here. 
and um, do the jazz rant. Then I'm going to bring in that man. Jazz rant today is about this goddamn ice bucket challenge. Oh, great. Yeah, that's why I Perfect. Okay, here we go. I mean, which, which side do you think I'm going to take? <laughs> Ooh. Um, all right, here's jazz. Oh, I didn't know the intro was going to be... There it is. There's that beautiful jazz we all know and love. Um... All right. Think about the ice bucket challenge. That I, 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 I am. I'm very angry about the people who are angry about the ice bucket challenge. I cannot understand why some maniac human being would start bitching on Facebook and stuff, being like, "Oh my God, I wish my feed wasn't all ice bucket challenges." What the fuck was in your feed before the ice bucket challenge that you were so riveted by? Do you know what I mean? You, you you want those candy crush invites just piling up? Or you need some fucking mom being like, taking the kids to the park. That was the big thing that you missed out on. Pieces of garbage being like, this is a... Just stop trying to make... Your, your, your Facebook feed is not all about you. All you got to do is block it all. You know what I mean? Everybody that does the challenge, block it. Just block it. I like two people who are like, man, nobody has ALS. No, nobody ever. No, it's a made-up disease that people just... Just decided was a funny thing to dump a fucking a bucket of ice on their head for. Just a made-up Narnia disease. It's a, it's a thing. People fucking have it. I don't know what your goddamn problem is. I like, too, that also people are like, the people that do the ice bucket challenge are attention whores. What, what is a bigger attention whore than saying, like, saying that somebody's... Are you not being an attention whore by saying that somebody else is being an attention whore? Are you not just trying to take that attention away from that human being? It's not being an attention whore. It's just trying to fucking... Raise awareness for a goddamn thing that you didn't even think was a real disease two hours ago. The thing raised a bunch of money since they started doing the Ice Bucket Challenge. A lot more than literally two weeks ago when people were like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Lou Gehrig died years ago. What do you want me to go to his grave? Dig him up and put money into his fucking coffin? Like people really thought that Lou Gehrig is the only man ever to have this fucking disease. That's all this thing was. To let people know that it is a disease that affects human beings. And yes, people should have donated. It could have raised more money, whatever, but it still raised a lot more money than had it, that had there not been a goddamn challenge. The idea that people get upset about, it's also a fun thing. You see the people that were like, it's a fun group, like, involvement thing. Vince McMahon, the chairman of the WWE, challenged Kermit the Frog to an ice bucket challenge. That's some kind of huge problem for you? You're a super dick? Oh, God. Vince McMahon, get off my Twitter feed. You son of a bitch, I wanna, I wanna see what this other criminal I follow who can't spell, uses no punctuation, has to say about the sun today. K watch Kermit the Frog doing the challenge. It's Kermit with the legs. It's not even half Kermit. It's great. Um, either way, if you hated the Ice Bucket Challenge, you're just a piece of garbage. That's all. You're just a human piece of garbage that wants... You know what you are? You're that person in high school that used to sit in the back of the cafeteria and make fun of everybody who tried to do anything. Look at those losers trying to get better marks. Look at these idiots. You know, they're doing a play. Look at those fucking dirtbags. They play football. What do you do, you slimy greaseball? You eat pizza and you wear jackets that are too big. <laughs> Those were the ones that were in my high school anyway. People with jackets that were too big. But that was at a time where jackets were huge. Now your jacket would be probably too small. And you just sit down. Anytime anybody does anything, it's a real problem to you. People actually made videos that were like, they were going to do the challenge, and then they threw the bucket away and were like, I'm not doing this stupid challenge. And everybody that does it is an idiot. Good. Good for you. You're a fucking hero. Hope you get a purple heart. The medal. The award. You know the award? I know the award. <laughs> um... Uh, all right, whatever. That's the that is the jazz rant for today. Again, you can find this podcast on um, iTunes, Positive Anger. Subscribe, comment, uh, tweet at me at Nathan McIntosh, and uh, you know, let us know what the hell your thoughts, feelings are. We're gonna take a quick break and then bring it in Joseph Vesey, X and one ball player. Gonna be a good time. Mm -hmm. 
Here's, this is, um, all right, everybody, we're back. Uh, Joseph Vesey, this is Joseph Vesey. How are you? I'm good, man. Thanks for having me. Uh, I, thank <laughs> so, you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, you come in with these wild claims. They're just I, these it, was, big... it, it wasn't a claim. It was just, a, it was a, a harmless uh, observation. I, I know John has worked really hard to create this wonderful stand-up <laughs> labs. Uh, uh, you, Nathan, I was just busting Nathan Joe's had, balls, though. Nathan had nothing to do with it. Nathan just came in and got the glory of the expensive equipment and just said, hey, now I'm recording. <laughs> in a podcast and I'm going to take, you know, live, live off the benefits of this. I didn't contribute a dime. <laughs> Here I am. Anybody wants money from me, you let me know. You you text my phone, you get it. You got that goddamn money. Really? Yes. Okay. Right. But now this is now this is your issue, the idea that you you recorded a podcast up here. Yeah, no, I, I recorded a podcast, brought my equipment. I think when John actually yeah. came here and even talked to I, my sound engineer, Michael, and you guys were talking about some stuff about like the yeah, designing we were, of yeah, it. Yeah, when we were looking to turn this into an actual studio, because back there then it was go. just a black box theater. Right. Yeah. So, no, I just said that I was actually the first one to record a podcast in this building. That's Absolutely. All, that's all I was saying. And, you know, that's I think that's true. Yeah, so. you can't. Nobody can argue that. But, again, he keeps changing his story. As soon as it starts being recorded, this man has to get all presidential. Like, he's running for fucking <laughs> state. You know what I mean? You, well, I know you John. Said, John's a very well-mattered gentleman. You, on the <laughs> other hand, are, you know, a, a very loud... Um, I dare I say, a uh, very opinionated individual where I have to kind of poke little fun at you oh, and make it bigger than it is. You know, so I have to make it a little bit bigger for you just to kind of get a rise out of you. John, you know, we're both in reality. Oh, it makes for I, good you know, entertainment, too. It so. makes for good entertainment. So yesterday, when we're texting back and forth, not on this podcast at all, and has nothing to do with this, right? your comments were just to make me angry. Uh, slightly, yeah. Okay, good. You know, I'm happy, I'm happy I know that now. I think, though, I said to you, hey, I recorded the first podcast here, and I think you said, calm down, and then that's when I said, listen, I birthed this whole shit, okay? Do you that's wanna... when I took it to the next level. All right, good. I like that. Oh, no, you're going to get out the text messages? Yeah, because it's, it's funny to go, this is hilarious. I think. I well, think. Okay, all right. Do you know what year can... it is? There is no thinking. It, you know everything is known. You're right. This is who gives a fuck. I hate you, Joe. The, All right, let's the, go to some, what's, what are we talking about? Yeah, let's let's, let's move it into the let's, topic let's for let's today. Move, it's we're, an we're, interesting we're, topic. topic. I didn't even know about the topic till five minutes ago. So let's, um, let's, let's go to the topic. Let's I told to I, I I told you briefly yesterday what it would be, and because I think uh, you and me have talked. Get, 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 calm down, okay? Let me <laughs> let me get in because you and me have talked about this before. Um, I want to talk about a bit. Uh, we'll get into a couple things, but uh, anxiety, man, is one of the things I want to talk about because you were a man. Um, we've had these discussions. You're a man who lives with anxiety, uh-huh. um, as am I, as newly found out, as is John Fadigate. In specific circumstances, I have crazy anxiety. Like which ones? Okay. Um, I have this thought sometimes that everything is going to go completely wrong. Yeah. And it will create insane anxiety for me. Um, one example is like when I start, like if I start dating a chick and I actually really, really like her. Yeah. I will get insane anxiety because I think that every single thing is going to go wrong and it'll make me like, it'll put me like in panic mode like when we're hanging out. Yeah. So what, what do you do though? Because I mean, that's a, that's something I do. I fucking like, everything is, everything's going to be the worst. When I first met Liz, yeah. um, we went on a date. It was great. And then the next day I texted her. I didn't hear back from her for a couple hours. And I was with a friend of mine. I was like, dude, she's probably blowing another guy. Yeah. She's probably sucking some dude's dick in some weird alley, and I fucked up somehow. And he's like, "Why would you go that far?" I do that too, though. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, "I don't know why I go that far. I guess to, 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 to fucking I don't know, tear you, myself apart." Yeah, you, you really th believe that though? It's not that I believed it, but I I, I didn't believe that she was it's probably like you blowing something. Like worst case situation 100%. scenarios, you know? I, I definitely go worst case all the time. I, Me but too. I think I don't think that's anxiety. I think we're just living in a generation where a lot of girls are hoes, and <laughs> I think it's a valid uh, claim. And hypothesis to be honest with you because when i've heard uh you know there's been some girls i've dated and i've heard past stories and uh you know when you hear a past story it guess what it could happen to you you know what i mean it doesn't just say, oh yeah that other fucking loser you cheated on not gonna happen to me all right no, it could happen to you yeah how much uh, this is a little off topic but g going back to that though if you have a girlfriend right do you do you guys ever get retroactively jealous what does that mean? It means like things she did in the past will make you currently jealous. Yes. How far? Okay. All right. Well, I'm gonna say it depends. I mean, it depends. But this is why. First of all, I don't think you should ever ask anybody 
what the fuck they used to do. Yeah. That's just... It, I where, don't When ask. you start with that... But you're a weirdo and we'll get into it. You, you <laughs> fucking you germaphobe fucking freak. If you, if you date a person, that is now a new shift. Absolutely. You don't go, what did you used to do on your other I shifts? I would never ask. But some girls just give that information up. They you just want to them. talk about it. Walk out of the, walk out of the house. I, I, I just... Well, first of all, if you're in a relationship long enough, it has a way of coming up. Mm-hmm. Even if it doesn't come up where you ask... They'll say something where it naturally perks your curiosity to ask where you're provoked into it. Because I learned my lesson. I don't ask that question anymore. How many guys you slept with, that whole situation. But there's a way of it coming up. And I think if you're going to start a long relationship with someone, knowing their past to a degree sometimes can determine things for your future. I mean, it does matter if your girl used to get have gangbangs every Tuesday. Mm-hmm. It's not a new shift. There's something that was wrong with her. I still say it's a gang- new shift. Okay, well, I mean, that's you, but here's the thing. Because also, it's, to- a, it's a weird question to go, how many guys have you slept with? Because that number is going to be smaller than how many dicks have you sucked. Do you know what I mean? So why, well, don't you yeah. do, why don't you get that specific? But no one ever, at this age, though, nobody asks that question anymore. Because, I mean, could you even come up with a number? I don't know how many people I've had sex with. I, I couldn't could even, easily, like... I could easily come up with a number. I could come up with a number. Really? I'm not, I'm not that much of a pimp. You're uh, obviously doing better than me. No, I, mean, I haven't had sex with that many people, but I can't, like, think back to, like, you know, till I was, you know, when, from the point that I lost my virginity <laughs> up to being 31 years old. I could old. give you names and addresses. <laughs> <laughs> I could easily give you names. I could probably give you old phone numbers. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Easily. Easily. I don't I, even I think also, I could I'm very picky. Uh, Nathan knows this about me. I'm very picky, so I'm very proud of my resume. Okay. It's a very good track record. You're never gonna a girl's never gonna be disappointed in the girls I've slept with. She's gonna go, Wow, oh, okay, I, I must okay, be pretty good. good. I mean, maybe, yeah, maybe I just like uh, I've blocked it out then or something like that. Maybe my resume's not as impressive. I don't know. I <laughs> think my resume's fine. I mean, there's a lot there's specific girls that stand out that I can totally remember. But then there's like random girls I, I went home with that I, I can't even remember. There, there's ones that might not even exist in my mental. See, in I, don't have any, I, don't have a lot of, I don't have a lot of randoms. I don't have any randoms. I turned down, uh, if I could tell the story real quick, but I think you'll enjoy. There was a girl that was hitting on me nonstop and I was turning her down. I wasn't that attractive. She was okay. And uh, I, I mean, she was a good looking girl, but just not, whatever, not my type. And then she called me up at 3 a.m. and was like, basically like, you know, I'll come over right now. I said, all right, you know, let me just be every other guy and just do this, right? I meet her downstairs in my building. She's there. She's drunk as hell, falling over, just drunk. And I'm like, okay, I can't do this. And then she just goes, oh, she's, she's like, oh, she's saying all this nasty shit. And I'm like, no, I can't do it. I'll walk you to a cab. Then she's like, come on, stop being a bitch. She's like, oh, come on. Oh, she's my like, God, she's really? Like, she's like, just just get this pussy. Like, it was oh. just got worse, right? And I was like, okay, not doing this. And then right when I'm about to walk away, she comes up on me and tongue kisses me. And I push her off of me. And my eyes start to well up with tears, and I start to sweat. And I don't know why this reaction's happening, but I just leave her. And then I go in my elevator, and I, as I'm starting, I start to gag. And I'm like, why is this happening from, you know, a girl kissing me? I don't know. And then it starts to hit me. The, the taste starts to settle in. She must have just vomited oh my the moment God. before she got there. And I could <laughs> taste shit. the vomit in my mouth. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you something right now. I Not only did I brush my teeth for like three hours, I was like Jim Carrey and Ace Ventura when he found out that oh, yeah. Iron was a man. And then I had to, I literally for three weeks didn't like women. Three weeks, wow. easily, because I could taste that girl in my mouth for three weeks. <laughs> oh, my God. That's and that's a the last story. time I said I'm never, I'm going to be true to myself, never doing that or even thinking about it well, ever also, again. Well, also, if somebody's super drunk, I mean, you just, you're just you just a complete criminal at that point in time. If somebody's super drunk and you're not drunk, you're an animal. You, you're not a good it human being. It was funny because when I told this story to other guys and I'm telling it to them, uh, I was telling this story to Donnell Rawlings and he's telling him, he goes, yep. Yep. What's the problem? He's like, he's waiting for the problem to occur. What, what, what's the problem? Oh my he's like, God. He, said, he said, he said, hey man, he said, no one told you to kiss that bitch. He's like, you just told <laughs> to suck your dick. You know, there's guys that will do this shit. Yeah, like they are. don't there care. Are. And I'm not saying that's wrong. The girl, she was offering it, whether she was drunk or not, but I say it's wrong. It's really unattractive when the chick is really drunk and you're not. Yeah. I'm sure it's just as, I if mean, not what, more, unattractive on the, when it's flipped. You why don't you just walk in a fucking dentist's office right before they start doing surgery when a girl's all hopped up on laughing gas and just talk her into putting your dick in her mouth? You know what I mean? Yeah. What's wrong with that? She's all fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Valid. Very yeah. valid. I would never show up at my girlfriend's <laughs> place if I was like totally hammered. I just wouldn't. And she was sober like a Tuesday night or something like that. Yeah. It's not going to happen. I'm I love Tuesday's home. always the reference. Tuesday gangbangs, <laughs> Tuesday showing up yeah, drunk. I, but I disagree yeah. with you. You're telling me your girlfriend used to participate in yeah. gangbangs yep. every Tuesday. Yep. Now she decided to date you. You're totally fine with that. Well, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> not date her. 
<laughs> Throw her in the gutter? I don't know if it means the girl's like tainted forever or something like that. Gang bangs every Tuesday for four years. <sighs> yeah, Man. I guess. I mean, four years. For, like all of college, <laughs> you mean? It's 52, Freshman year. <laughs> 52 Tuesdays a year. Every And, and every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Was she, she never missed her tuition that way? 208 <laughs> Tuesdays. 208 Tuesdays. That's You're amazing. Uh, Good Matt. Broadway musical. <laughs> it, it plays right before. <laughs> 700 Sundays with Billy Crystal, 208 Tuesdays, and it's about one woman's journey into the land of orgy. Yes. Um, I don't know. This is why I would I have a serious issue with it, man. Years it would ago, really fuck with my head. I would think about it all see, the time. But see, this is why exactly. This is why you don't ask these questions. This is why you no, don't. Ask right. If a girl says, if a, gr- a girl I'm dating, if I know a guy that she fucked, it will like eat well, at me. I will imagine course. her having sex with that guy and want to kill him. Sure, sure, sure. I don't want to know. Uh, I don't. You know, that's why nobody dates inside of friends circles. Well, you're well, not supposed to anyway. Okay. I, well, I, I, I've had that problem because most, for some reason, everyone I've dated, I somehow their past people are been around me. Yeah, which that is a happens. weird thing. And I, and I don't get. But here's the thing: I don't get jealous of relationships. If you had a real relationship with someone. I'm not actually jealous of that, unless there's something still going on. Yeah. But uh, I'm more jealous of the dude you did, that didn't earn it and just got in off of like a one night stand with Joe and just on kind that, of actually. fucked him real quick. I'm with Joe, unless there are still some kind of like like you know resonated feelings yes. like still around. Right. But like I mean, I live in 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 a neighborhood in Brooklyn that like is you you're kind of a, a community where you end up having these connections with people in so many weird ways. Yeah. Because everyone kind of hangs out there still. And you'll just like run into someone and like find out that that happened, and it'll like really fucking it'll make me go insane. Mm-hmm. I can do, but now let me ask because you said that's why you don't ask the questions. But what if something just comes up and it just happens, and now you know it? Now what? I mean, sure. If there's something comes up that I am not cool with, I mean, then that's a road I gotta cross when I fucking. What get would there. be the threshold? What would you not be cool with? The four years. He's cool of with orgy everything. Or He's yeah. cool with the orgies. Obviously, cool with anything else. It's got to be something, man. Um, I remember years ago, an ex-girlfriend told me that she was in a, a threesome with two guys, and I was like, I'm mm. not cool with that. Like, I'm not cool. I don't like that. I'm not a fan of that. Yeah, because when you, like, have, you wanted to have a kid with her, it's like, yeah, but you had two guys inside of you. Like, that's... that's... But she has anyway. Whether they were in the room at the same time or not. <laughs> okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but there's a big difference. Well, what sure. is it that makes that so... Because I think that that's, like, a universally appalling thing to dudes. Although, you know, people do it all the time, but, like... What is it about it? Is it that the girl's being used to such a degree? Yeah, is that I think, what it is? I think that you want the, the girl that you love. I think you want her to have a certain standard and a certain moral like a purity. So, some dudes, I think, don't care. There's guys that have sex with hookers, and I think those are the girls for them. But for me, I'm a guy who likes a girl to have a certain standard and at least wants you to make the other guy earn yeah. it. I'm all about. I think a lot of guys would be offended by that, or a lot of girls would be offended by that because I think a lot of girls would be like, well. I wanted to do it. It was me. It wasn't sure. like me being used by two guys. You know, it was me I being think control I, I'd, of it. I'd be okay with it because men are weirdly disgusting, and I don't mean just like thoughts. I mean like body types, shape. It's all fucking. Everybody looks like they got scoliosis. Mm-hmm. If it was like if my ex girlfriend or whatever was like I had sex with two of those, you know those like Australian stripper dudes that travel around doing shows in theaters. If it was two of no, them, I don't. two beautifully <laughs> shaved, toned bodies, I'd be like. All right, man, at least they're clean dudes. But if it's like two plaid shirt wearing criminals at a bar, you know what I mean? Sweating beer, I'd be like, ah, God. Completely agree. If my girl, like we were talking about being jealous of the one night stand versus the relationship, if my girl told me, like, there was this time (laughs) I fucked Brad Pitt. I I'm getting it. I'm actually not gonna be mad at it at all. But if you tell me, ah, I fucked that, you know, bartender with the you know weird yeah, or the gaffer fucking, yeah. on the brad pitt movie yeah exactly <laughs> then we have then i'm like what were you what were you thinking because brad pitt to me he's already earned having sex with you because he's brad pitt okay so you need I to see, make the guy earn it the regular guy like me has to earn it he shouldn't be able to just come in because he said some bullshit compliment and you bought that and you just wanted to have sex that night i don't respect that but i mean every every person usually goes to most people go through like a wild phase i think you know mm-hmm. Unfortunately, especially yeah. and women like they can have sex much easier than men can. So their Wait. wild phase is what could really make you go insanely jealous, I think. But they have that's the whole point though. They can have sex more easily, so they yeah. should be more selective. Okay. 
Yeah, if I knew any girl that had sex with Jill Vesey, I would easily write that woman off. <laughs> like, easily. Easily. Easily write them off in what way? Um, you, you're a criminal, dude. You got a, you got a weird-shaped okay. body. I don't like anything that's going on. Okay, weird-shaped weird shape body. I like um, the, That's weird that you've been looking at my body to even, you oh, know... You don't see you men when you're, walk, when you're hanging out with I don't know, I haven't really thought about, like, your body in that you way. You don't think that it's... I walk like a gremlin? I never thought about that. I never thought that you um, walk like a gremlin. I never have any. Th I've never had a thought about your body. I'm just looking I've at you right now. I've thought about your hair. I've thought about your hair. <laughs> it's incredible. Um. All right. Again, this is why I had brought you in because you and me have had these conversations before. Okay. This is what I wanted to talk about. We're all people that do creative things, except for uh, John, who we now found out has stolen all of his ideas from <laughs> Joe Vesey, um, <laughs> which I'm sure he felt a lot of anxiety about. What if Joe finds out? What if he knows that we're up here? Um, for you personally, if you do, you, do you have any anxiety towards um, your business type stuff? Yeah, I do, but it's more just, um, I don't know, it's more just stress, actually, when it comes to that. I'm just stressed out all the time about this business. Okay, because I know that's different for you. You have anxiety towards, like, performances and doing all that kind of stuff, right? Performances, what do you mean? Stand-up, sketch stuff, all that kind of thing. You mean anxiety, like, you, yeah. like just worried about it? Or, yeah. Yeah. I mean, is it everybody? No, everybody's not. I don't know. I don't know that everybody does. I'm sure, I'm sure people... Maybe there's a lot of people that do, then they just don't talk about it. You know what I mean? But I think maybe some people have it and just deal with it in better ways. Do you know what I mean? Why, like you do you would... not have that? I do. Well, I, well do. I probably handle it probably better than 90% of everyone, because most a lot of people drink and do drugs and smoke cigarettes. I don't do any of it, so yeah, I yeah, probably, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. already handling it probably better. Yeah, sure. You just lock yourself in a, a room and make your ego grow so big that you're like, <laughs> you created comedy in New York. <laughs> right, right. No, just, <laughs> you know, I was the first person to ever touch a mic, 1968. <laughs> this whole scene. Uh, Dangerfield saw me as a baby and was like, that's the thing I gotta be. Um... Yeah, but I mean, uh, so it just just example when you when you start doing that, like, what do you do? You know what I mean? When you get anxious about this whole fucking usually, if I'm at home, I masturbate. Is uh, that true? Yeah, absolutely. Well, why yeah. does that do? What does that do? <laughs> it relieves anxiety. Pretty simple. I mean, it uh, feels good. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's also a um, it it relieves a big just. It takes something out of you, literally, yeah. and it takes something out of you. Does he really just have to, to sell this to us? I mean, yeah. Well, I, he seemed to saw it was odd. I thought it was pretty. Well, I mean, pretty... I've, I've just never been in, a, in like an anxiety-filled <laughs> fucking place where I'm like, you know, because every once in a while I get super anxious and I'm like, this is going wrong, this is going wrong, blah blah. blah. I've never been like, I gotta get, I gotta check. Like, but it's right. So you just gotta get it out. It's like having a demon. You gotta get out. So now we're saying that anxiety is caused because you need to jerk off. No, not because not necessarily, but not because. I mean, like that could help it out. Sure. Like if I have a girlfriend, I have a lot of sex and end i'll probably masturbate too can you not make me think like, about your weird crippled fucking body listen, having listen, sex you know, know I mean? see nathan never played a sport other than probably skateboarding which is not a real sport so he doesn't play. know what uh, first of all of you the, can't you know, play that's skateboarding what, that's what sports i think is to you skateboarding maybe rollerblading <laughs> maybe I, I don't know maybe just walking frisbee i don't know that's frisbee. what it is i played basketball uh -huh. anyone that this is a bat i am i'm skinny he's before thinking, anybody, anything's a weird body here's the thing you're skinny <laughs> so that people know Picture Mr. Burns playing basketball, and then that is Joe Vesey. That is 100% Joe Vesey. Let's take a picture, Burn and then we'll chest. put that, that comment Look up at these arms. This, this. Put these fucking Twizzlers down. Allen Iverson arms. <laughs> Allen Iverson arms, big hands. Allen Iverson is shorter than you. It makes sense. No, you're like he, six, he's what are you, six two? A, I'm barely six feet. Allen Iverson's maybe an inch smaller than. How him. tall is Mr. Burns? That is I don't what know I how need tall to know. Mr. Mr. Burns is, but he's not familiar with athleticism or basketball uh, bodies, so to speak. So okay. he's a little All confused. Right. But well, he's got a lot of opinions on the on the male form that he's discussed. <laughs> a little by. too a little too many. <laughs> he hates feet. <laughs> I do. He hates the male form. Again, I've said it a million times. The reason I I don't sleep with men is not because they have dicks. It's every other thing that the package has. Do you know what I mean? You know, like most guys are like, oh, God, a dick's so gross. I'm like, no, nah, that, that's not... The, the package the dick is in is the fucking issue. The <laughs> yeah, whole... Yeah. The, 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 the delivery system. <laughs> what, what's the most disgusting part of it? Is it the hair? 
the shape, the fucking, the whole thing, the yeah. weird jutty shoulders. You don't like the shoulders, I know. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. And I'm not, I'm not now. I'm not talking about you specifically. I'm talking about men. By the in way, general. I'm fixing myself in your face. By the way, I can see myself, Nathan. Pale oh, man. that's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I glow. Yeah, I'm a very white man. <laughs> Let's get back to this anxiety issue. Yeah. So okay. you jerk off. That's what you're gonna say. Yeah. You see how this gets thrown off topic by him just insulting my body, which I think makes you know what happens when you someone says they insult something. They want it. That's what that means. Did I insult um, your body there? Or did you just start talking to me uh, about athleticism? When you started no, talking to me about how I've talked about athleticism before, you insulted my body. I don't know. I was just saying anxiety, masturbation. Yeah, you're fucking. Uh, I don't, don't know. Play you know sports. what? Hey, man, I'm not gonna say you're wrong. All I know is that when you when you were saying all you know is skateboarding, I was like, how did we get here? And if I brought it, it there, yes, it was definitely right, cool. you. So you jerk off because I said I, when I'm in a relationship, I had sex a lot. I have sex, <laughs> and you said, oh. please don't make me uh, imagine this. And I do have a video on my G drive. <laughs> that you have sound effects. Dope. Yeah. Very dope. Um, uh, that was the, yeah, now you're 100% right. You, yes, yes, thank you. You're right. And I do have a video of an old sex tape with a girlfriend. If you ever want to see it, it's on my hard drive. I could always send it to you. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm very proud of the video, actually. I'd, I'd Would you ever it. show um, it to a, uh, or even mention that you have it to a girlfriend? I think I did mention it to my current girlfriend that I Did she say she wanted to see it? Uh, no, because I think, I don't know if she really asked to see it. She just like, oh, like, I no, I don't think she'd want to see it because I think that would make her jealous. I don't think she'd want to see did me with another girl. Did she want you to girl. delete it? No, no, really. No, she's very like she's pretty cool. She doesn't really care about that stuff. I think I asked her, "Hey, can we film something or whatever?" Yeah, and she was like, "No, "No, absolutely not." So (laughs) I was like, "All right, you know, fine, fair enough." Like I've always tried to like. Then I was all messed up, like, "Oh, you know, I got it recorded and like whatever." She's like, "You better fucking not." Like so, I definitely she doesn't play around when it comes to a videotape. But most girls I've been able to talk into, like they don't care. Interesting, interesting. So, you jerk off. Is there anything else you do uh, when you start <laughs> becoming a nervous wreck? I jerk off. That helps me procrastinate it for a second. Like, I've literally been writing a script, and then I'm like, okay, I got to take a break. And then I think of, like, Lisa Ann, favorite porn star, and then I go. Okay. Beautiful. So you're not, like, the, in the green room getting ready for a show. Oh, no, I don't, like, jerk out. off in public. Okay. Like, but the, the, <laughs> <laughs> that would be great, though, I'm preparing if I did. For my don't bring yeah. me up yet. I got to finish. <laughs> I uh, No, I think before a show... I don't know what I will do. I'm not that nervous. I'm pretty nervous before a show, but I'm not like nervous where I have to go do something. I'll just mm-hmm. look through my material. The, and, the reason and I stuff. ask is because sometimes I get super anxious and it stops me from doing things. Do you yes. know what I mean? Like I'll have an idea, uh, but then I go way too far ahead. I'll go, well, uh, nobody's going to like it. It's going to go nowhere. Then I'm not even going to do it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I do all that. The reason I talk to you about that is because you follow through from what I can tell with everything. Do you know what I mean? You have a lot of ideas. Like, you mm-hmm. have a lot of, like, you do sketches, stand-up, you write things. Mm-hmm. Um, but you also, from what I know, are a fucking anxious human being. So I'm wondering how the fuck, how do you do that? Are you, are you saying there's projects that you've had, in like, ideas for and you haven't been able to follow through due to anxiety? 100%. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, 100%. So, okay, that's interesting. But you, like, from what I'm, like, again, from what I see, you fucking do it all. Yeah, I mean, I, I, and I definitely, I am kind of amazed when I do look back at stuff. I'm like, oh, wow, I have, ha- do a lot of shit. I do a lot of get stuff done. Because what happens is, I think in this business, when stuff doesn't necessarily equal uh, to what you want it, in your bank account, it makes you feel like you're not doing as much as you can be. Yeah, like you failed at the project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, so I think a lot of these stuff you have to do for a big payoff later, or you just don't take as much. And, you know, sometimes, you know, like I've also, I put on a show, I've put on shows before, and I'll put on shows like in the Hamptons, I help put on a show in Bermuda, and you do these gigs, and they're like great gigs, and you get really high off them, and, you know, they'll pay for, you know, good, but it's not like you're, you know, now, okay, I'm all set, Mm -hmm. you know, so sometimes things feel bigger than they are, and I think it's like, or someone sees you doing stuff, and they're like, your status is not matching your bank account, so it makes like you feel like you're doing less, and that's what gives me anxiety, it's like, what the fuck, when's this big, like, you know, payoff gonna be, which I know, so, yo, is that why you finish these projects, because you're anxious, you're, you have anxiety about not doing them? Uh, yeah, I think that's the thing, I I can't live with not (laughs) following through, I'll have more anxiety about it not being done. Yeah, yeah, that's very interesting to me. But it's uh, but it's uh, I it does sometimes take me longer to complete them than it did for me. It's it's gotten a little bit worse where I have to procrastinate it a little bit longer. Yeah, not because so it takes me a little bit longer uh, to do it. But that's the great thing about stand up is is that you kind of have to do it and you and it's an instant reaction mm-hmm. and everything. Whereas like sketches, there's a, and like we got stuff. that sketch right now. Yes. Um. That I mean, we shot probably two months ago. Shot it in May, and then we had a set. We then we. May. 
We shot a skit. We shot a well, actually a short. It's really yeah, a yeah, short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, a parody off of Seinfeld show. Comedians and cars getting. And coffee. I'll say too, like it makes it sound like this was Joe's idea, and he asked me to be a part of it. You know what I mean? It kind of sounded like yo, we had sat down and been like, oh, this is. Oh, yeah. I appreciate that. But yes, Nathan was obviously <coughs> instrumental in it. I couldn't, you know, <laughs> couldn't have done it without him. Uh, so it's being cut right now. Yes, it's being. I. Uh, it's it's almost done. It's probably like maybe a week or two away. But what happened was we shot one day in May, and then we had a second day in like July. Because once I cut a rough cut together, I started to see we were missing little things. Mm-hmm. And then we did another one. And actually, we did like a, a third day, a smaller day, and then. You know, it just is. It was a lot to it. It was like a four-camera shoot. There's voiceover. There's we're parroting <coughs> Seinfeld show. The sh- thing is called uh, ours is called broke comedians in transportation getting water. Okay. And that <laughs> and, and you know we try to spoof it as much as possible, like the Seinfeld stuff, all the way from getting like the exact font that he uses for his title. Oh, great. So it's just trying to get it right. So yeah, these things take a while and it sometimes gives me anxiety where it's like, especially in the internet age, it's like someone's going to beat you to it. Or this, you know, there's so much, you're competing with everybody. So I get anxiety off that. And it's just like, but I don't want to also put out something that I'm not 100% happy with. I'm like a perfectionist. So, but I feel that 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 would have been the opposite for me. I would have shot that in May and then gone. It's way too fucking late. Fuck it, and then just got rid of it. But then I would have felt bad about that. I would have anxiety the whole way through whether I did it or not. Well, there's there's two people I know, and I'm sure a lot of people like this. There's two people I know that shot one person. A friend of mine went to film school. He shot a short, half of one for seven thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. Okay, half of it. He needed another half, and he just. I don't know what happened. I'm sure he got that money. That's it, huh? He couldn't get the money for the rest of it, or he didn't follow through, or whatever it was. So now that's all. That's seven thousand down the drain. He just has a half a film. Well, that's what happens all the time with money, and especially indie films. People put money into indie films. It's just gone. It's never coming back. You Mm -hmm. know. I think what you got to do, especially if you're a young filmmaker, is make as many different things you can for a low budget. You know, you can't put seven thousand dollars into one project. You can do that now. You can make things on really low budget now. Our shit was like. Nothing. Yeah. Literally, I mean, I don't know how the much this costs. Changed. But you don't have probably... to shoot on film anymore. That changes everything, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I just try to shoot as much <laughs> shit as possible. I think your original question, though, how do I get it done, is just that I have to follow through with it. I can't live with it not getting that's, done. I, that's great. Because honestly, me. like, I, I, I've been fucking, man, there's the, my old roommate one time, I sat down, uh, I got the, the, like, whiteboards and stuff, and I'll just have, like, lists of things I want to do, like, that day, month, whatever. And one time I had erased it, and I was I was going back through it, like, going to put stuff on it, and I just got completely frozen in panic. I was like, fuck, I got to do this, 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 and this, and I just completely froze for, like, probably 15 minutes. Couldn't do anything. Couldn't move. My roommate came in and was like, what the fuck are you doing? Dragged me out of the house and, like, completely shook me out of a an anxiety fucking... You know what I mean? I was I couldn't do anything. Were you overwhelmed? Yeah, I was just. You but I could not. I could not move. Like I was so fucking panicked that I was just shut down. You know what I mean? Being overwhelmed is a powerful feeling. Yeah, I've had that in school. I did. You know what? In high school, I did have a couple things where I actually got so overwhelmed I couldn't do any work and I would cry. That's wow, a, that happened to me like maybe like eight times, mm-hmm. and it would like it would be like what? How high school? You said. Uh, yeah, uh, it or started younger. in sixth grade, and I, I remember sixth grade, it happened to me when, like, I would get, it was the first time I got, like, research papers, you know, like, when you first got introduced to research papers mm-hmm. with bibliographies and all yeah. this stuff, I panicked completely over it, and yeah. panicked so much, once I cried and all that stuff, I think you had three months to do it, I would do it, like, in the first two weeks and have it done, wow. that's how, like, panic that was, but that's... I did, uh, yeah, I do remember, really, though, crying and get overwhelmed, like, it was actually... I used to do that with time. And I'm still kind of that way. I won't cry now, but I remember in school, um, like when I was really young, I would get up, like say, I'd get up and go by the door. I'd be ready. I'd have my books and everything. I'd be like, Mom, you got to drive me to school. And she's like, you don't have to be there for like an hour and a half. And I was like, you got to take me right now. I was just so panicked. I'm like, I'm going to be late. I got to get there. She dropped me off before. Sometimes she dropped me off there before teachers got there. <laughs> and teachers would show up and they'd be like, "Are you? is everything okay at home? Like they thought <laughs> I was running away from home. Yeah, but I was literally like, I just have to fucking be here if I'm not here on time. And that kind of, I still do that. Like I'm always early to everything. It even makes me anxious to watch other people be late. I can't, I can't even fucking do it. Yeah, the worst is it. when you're waiting for somebody to get there and they're, and like, 
for instance, I, I play tennis a lot, mm-hmm. and like you got to get there early to try to get the court. And if the yeah. person coming to meet you is like, oh man, late, I will be a fucking anxious. Yeah, mess, yeah, yeah, dude. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll even do it. Like, say my girlfriend had to be somewhere. Like, just say she's like, I got to be somewhere two fifteen, and it's like one thirty, and I know it's gonna take some time. I'd be like, you gotta like, I'll take on that her fucking. You know what I mean? I'll be like, you gotta. What are you doing? You gotta go. Like time really fucking panics me. Yeah. Panics right, well, the shit speaking of time, we're running out of time. So like, what what are like some of the real like core things that fucking make you anxious? Like, where does it, what is like the anxiety that you deal with? The creative stuff, career junk, and I just get fucking completely frozen. But what do you mean? Uh, trying to figure out where I'm gonna go. The random things I gotta do or want to do. Uh, thinking that I got no time to do any of it. Yeah. Oh, and then I just get completely fucking frozen. And then some things get done like this. Uh, I write that blog that I do and stand up. You know what I mean. But like, then other things just get completely fucking frozen but is it out. Like, do you start panicking? I mean, what? yeah, 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 full panicking. Yeah. Well, listen, for a small fee, you can come under my wing, and I'll teach you. No oh problem. yeah, the guy that opened the whole oh, the the guy that opened, he created New York City. <laughs> Before him, there was New York City. I'm not saying that this is I, I, I just, this is a question. I'm not implying this is an option that I would. I've never tried this, but have you guys ever fucked around with like any anti-anxiety drugs, medication? No, I didn't want to do that shit. I don't either. But I've have you ever tried it? No, and I've heard, and I know some people that I think have experimented with it. And usually, I feel like nine times out of ten, it's been bad. Really? It's just because I think, I mean, I think it works for people who are like ape shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like are crazy, <laughs> and it's bringing them just to regular level. But people who are kind of on the brink, or like, I think people, you know, like, I guess someone could argue, you know, with stuff that Nathan just went through. If he went to a certain doctor, they would say you should probably take something. But I don't think he's really someone who needs no, to take no, something. No, no, no. My my stuff and probably yours and yours is just your own personal. Like it's a struggle and you got to figure it out. But I mean, it's not, uh, it's not, it's not past the point now where you need something. No, but there's a doctor out there that I guarantee you. Of course, you could oh, yeah, to they'll give you that shit, shit in two seconds. Oh, I can get Dextrin today. Yes, just I mean, walk in and be is... like, yeah, I need it, and they'd be like, all right. So you're totally right. Yeah. Um, yes. Time. Good. Whatever. But we're never gonna, what were you going to say? I was going to say that I think the business of entertainment is extra anxiety because there's not a, hey, if I do this, this, I get that. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen yeah. with most jobs. If you go to law school and you complete law school and you go to bar exam and you do really, you, there's a kind of a formula and a path you can follow yeah. that you'll end up with, you know, a good bank, you know, a life and all this stuff with comedy and everything. That doesn't that doesn't weird, exist. There's no way, A, B, and C. In a weird way, that, that should almost be less anxiety because it's all you know what I mean. It should all just be like, hey, we're doing it. Who the fuck knows what's gonna happen? If you were, yeah. Well, I guess if you weren't, if you were making a living though, like oh, if you wow. were making a see that, that's what happens. Not rent. you. I'm saying. I'm saying. No, I know. A I know, I know. No, what living, I'm saying like, is rent come. Yeah, then rent bills and all that kind of shit comes into. Uh, quickly, did you did you hate the uh, what did you think about the ice bucket challenge? Um. I, I don't like when people guilt you into things, and I kind of felt it was like a little bit of a, a guilted, you know, hey, do this. But I don't think there was anything wrong with it. I laughed at people who went on a uh, pedest, uh, what is it called? No, soapbox, maybe, that was saying, hey, we shouldn't waste water. I'm like, all right, take it waste easy. Waste some water. <laughs> Let's just take, take is it that easy. Really what people are saying? So, yeah, some yeah, guy yeah. went on, and he was like, oh, man, I really think, you know, I'm just not a person that likes to waste water. I use it for reasons, like when I have to shower, <laughs> when I have, uh, I'm sweaty, and I, like, he went through, like, all the reasons to use water i'm thirsty i'm like thanks man we, we know what water's for yeah we know yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. for what an ice an bucket asshole. challenge and i was like listen so i uh i did get challenged uh but to be honest with you i do have a life and i didn't have time to just dump this, an ice bucket these criminals myself. literally it takes less than a minute show, i gotta change my clothes i'm out running around i'm getting shit done i'm not having anxiety attacks i don't this have time is an to anxiety dump an ice attack bucket. you're having an anxiety attack right now you you have more time because you're having anxiety so you can dump an ice bucket it's actually cooling you off from your anxiety is this a bit are you working on a bit right now why would i work out of this bit? is a bit yeah this is a bit about are you ice take bucket this on challenge stage? oh yeah i'm taking what it shows stage. you got tonight where can people see you work this bit? where can they <laughs> 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 can see me work at the great grizzly pair where i have a headshot uh um, you do have your, your picture up on the wall what what uh again like i said uh, uh joe vesey has his own podcast called the callback podcast where he talks to uh, very important people about uh, the business of comedy. Uh, you want to just... yeah callback podcasts on iTunes, SoundCloud. Also have some sketches out. Uh, sketch with uh, Charlemagne and Andrew Schultz called Sneakerheads. Got over five hundred thousand views altogether on World Star and uh, YouTube. So check that out. Awesome, awesome, and that's, that's it. Here. And look out for me and Nathan's thing. Great. Yeah, can't Bro- wait to see it. It's gonna get twenty five views. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, it's going to do well. We're going to submit it to festivals. Your red hair is going to be famous. Uh, John? And check out our new show, The Weed News with Mike Cannon on YouTube. Subscribe, please. Um, and again, you can find this podcast on iTunes. Please rate, subscribe, and, uh, you know, comments, fucking and Twitter and all that kind of garbage. I respond to things. <laughs> You're all good human beings. Um, thank you.